This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today, I'm so glad to welcome back Elise Fitzpatrick. Elise is a biblical counselor and a frequent conference speaker. She's also, in all her spare time, authored more than 20 books on daily Christian living. Most recently, she's released a 31-day devotional through PNR dealing with the topic of doubt. I recommend this particular book and others in that same series to you. Elise is married. They have three children and six grandchildren. Elise, so glad to have you back on the podcast. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. So Elise, what verses do you have for us today? Romans 10, 3 and 4. For being ignorant of the righteousness of God and seeking to establish their own, they did not submit to God's righteousness. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. So when I hear you read those verses, it reminds me of turning on the television right in the middle of an episode, and I have to wonder, like, what's going on? So let's hit the back button and go back, and why don't you bring us up to speed here? Yeah, so what's going on here is Paul has been talking about uh, God's sovereign choice in choosing Gentiles to be grafted into the family of faith, and then he's talking about uh, his, his kinsmen, Israel's unbelief. Hmm. And uh, he says up in, uh, in verse 30 that, or 31, that Israel pursued a law that would lead to righteousness, but not, did not succeed in reaching that law. And basically what Paul is saying is all of your good works, all of their good works aren't enough to bring them salvation. And so then he goes on Uh, in chapter 10, and he says, my heart's desire and prayer to God for them is that they might be saved. I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. And so these words here are helpful, I think, for us, not because we are Israelites, but because it's very easy for us to think that we can do good works and thereby earn salvation. So you've set the stage for us. We're caught up to speed. Let's read it again so we have them more cemented in our minds, because these may not be a lot of people's favorite verses in the Bible, but they're yours, and I want to find out why. So it's Romans chapter 10, verses 3 and 4. I'm reading out of the Christian Standard Bible. Here's what God's Word says. Since they are ignorant of the righteousness of God and attempted to establish their own righteousness— They, and that's talking about the Jews, have not submitted to God's righteousness, for Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. So let's go back. Tell us about how this verse has impacted you personally. Right. So how it's impacted me is in my pursuit to live a life that is pleasing to God, in my pursuit to try to... um, you know, do the things that the Lord has asked me to do. It's very easy for me personally to fall into a way of thinking that my obedience is meritorious, Hmm. 
that somehow my obedience, if I am obedient enough, that somehow I can earn something from God. And if I'm really zealous about it, I can earn something from God. Hmm. But, you know, Paul then comes back around and he says, no, actually, what you need to do is much harder than trying with zeal to be obedient. Hmm. Much harder. What is much harder? It's submitting myself completely to the righteousness of another and believing that that's enough. Boy, this verse really flies against all of our culture in America, right? Where <laughs> yes, we're like uh, rugged individualism, you know, we can settle the West, we can, mm-hmm. you know, have the most powerful economy and the most powerful military in the world. And this is why movies are full of like lots of muscle, uh, because we can do it. Yes. We, we love to think that we can do it, don't we? And see, I think that that's the issue. That's the problem. The problem is that we think we can do it. And that was their problem. They thought that if they just had a good enough list, hmm. that they would be able, and worked hard enough, had enough zeal, that they would be able to get her done. Yes. <laughs> so saying, I got this, just doesn't work. Right. Right. And so what Paul is saying here, and, you know, to my way of thinking, this is the offense of the gospel. The offense of the gospel is you can take all your zeal and it's not good enough. And that's the offense. The offense is that a nobody (laughs) looks like a nobody to us, Jesus. Mm. Uh, a, A man has to be stripped naked and beaten and bloodied from some hick village, from some hick country, and crucified. And that's the only way for us to be righteous. That is an insult to every person who looks at their life and thinks they're getting it done. So why is it our natural instinct to want to earn our place at the table, around God's table? Well, I I think a couple of things. I think, first of all, we've never, most of us, been really crushed by the law. Hmm. You know, the law is is basic. It's love God with your whole heart, soul, mind, and strength, and your neighbor is yourself. And if you say that the law is anything less than that, uh, you're missing the point. Hmm. Nobody has done that except Jesus, and we need to be hammered by that. So that needs to strip away our self-confidence. But then also, you know, we are people who believe that we are strong enough and good enough and we can just get things done. We don't like getting a handout. <laughs> you know, we don't like things that are given to us freely. Mm-hmm. That's right. And because we want to earn our way. So when Paul is saying, no, actually, you need to, what you need to do instead is fall on your face and submit before the righteousness of another person who was good enough in your place because not only could you never be, you never even want to be. That, that's what's shocking about this passage. Yeah, when we earn, then God is in uh, our debt and we control him. We've earned it. Right. Okay, God, now do this for me. But if he does it all for us, then he's in control. He's right. king. Like you said earlier in this verse, it says we submit yes. to his righteousness. Yes, and, and, you know, that's a really hard thing to do. I quite frankly think that submitting to the righteousness of Christ, that he completely fulfilled all the law. Jesus Christ, as a young child, as a teenager, as an adult, completely fulfilled 
all of the law in our place so that our record, if we come to him in faith, is now a record of perfect obedience. It's like you go into a classroom and you, and you give a test and you say, okay, uh, at the end of the test, you take up all the papers and then you say, okay, everybody got an A today because I am giving you grace. You know who's going to be really mad about that? The people who studied hard. Hmm. <laughs> right? That's exactly right. Right? Yeah. They're going to be furious because they studied. And why do these slugs get their good grade? It's mm-hmm. the story of the prodigal son and, his, and the elder brother. It's wow. the story of the rich young ruler. It's everywhere. See, the deal is we want to be able to say, I did it on my own. And in that, we are rebellious. We are rebelling against submitting to the righteousness of Christ who fulfilled all the law. That's what he said he came to do. He came to fulfill the law and he did it every single day so that you and I have his record of complete obedience. I am so glad you pointed us here to Romans 10. These verses have been really challenging to think about how we respond to the gospel. So thank you. Would you close our time today, Elise, by praying these verses for our listeners? Father, uh, what can we say? We thank you that you sent your son to be the end of the law, the goal of the law, the fulfillment of the law. We thank you that you sent him to do that, to transfer righteousness, goodness, perfect standing to us. We thank you that you have done that for us and that you would help us, those of us who believe that, you'd help us to submit ourselves every single day to that message and not live lives that would say, if I just work harder tomorrow, I know I'm going to get it done. Lord, help us to be people who submit ourselves to the righteousness of your Son And then may we, Lord, live lives of joyful obedience, we pray in Christ's name. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.